Welcome back. Trade Talk, Trade Talk, Trade Talk. Uh, Here for a new episode of Trade Talk. And uh, this episode is going to focus on uh, the Hong Kong dollar currency peg trade. That's a lot to say. But in essence, the Hong Kong dollar trade is a concept in which Hong Kong has pegged its currency to the United States' currency. And now with the Chinese reclaiming Hong Kong, uh, I think just last month, you're going to run into a particular situation of where that currency, the Hong Kong dollar, needs to be repegged to the Chinese RMB. This is going to be a very interesting thing to try to do when uh, the Chinese government is short dollars, meaning they're low on dollars. And every time major institutions and hedge funds try to short the HK dollar, Hong Kong dollar, um, to devalue it because it has to be repegged to the Chinese RMB, what you will see is the Chinese government has to buy Hong Kong dollars in order to keep things stabilized. But if they're fighting a battle on the other front in which they don't have enough U.S. dollars, then they can only go for so long until the Hong Kong dollar has to be, uh, has to devalue once it gets repegged. I know that's confusing, but as you listen to this episode, you'll understand a little bit better about what I'm saying. This is a very complex trade. I don't expect many people to understand it, but this is a trade that's gonna that has the potential to make billions. Uh, most of the guys who were in subprime mortgage uh, shorts are in on this trade, and a lot of them have gotten uh, their teeth kicked in because they were too early. Uh, some people have been in this trade since 2019, prepping for what is going to happen as this uh, handover of Hong Kong to uh, China was happening. And some others are just willing to pay the premiums until it happens. So, in essence, since 1983, uh, the Hong Kong dollar has been pegged to the U.S. dollar. Now, you would say to yourself, what is a peg? And let me explain it to you. Most people don't know that small nations, kind of like those banana republic kind of nations, tend to peg their currency to a larger anchor currency. Uh, sometimes in the U, uh, in the British Virgin Islands, like they're 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 they may have their own money, but it's pegged to the British pound. For instance, in Hong Kong, like we we're talking about, it is pegged to the U.S. dollar. The smaller nation looks for stability with the larger nation and pegs its currency. However, pegging has huge disadvantages. It doesn't mean it's all disadvantageous, but you know. The strength is you get to float with the stronger currency. The disadvantage is you're subject to the interest rates of the bigger currency. So think of 2008 when U.S. interest rates are dropped all the way down to zero or 0.5 percent. They weren't zero, but 0.5 percent. The Hong Kong interest rates have to be dropped to 0.5 percent at the same time. But it gets even worse The other disadvantage of pegging your currency is that 
you run into supply and demand issues. For instance, when Hong Kong is pegged to the U.S. dollar, it can't allow too many Hong Kong dollars to be on the market or it will have a discrepancy in its pegging. So when that is happening, Hong Kong has to buy U.S. dollars to maintain its value and keep uh, the Hong Kong dollar high. And if the Hong Kong dollar is too high, it has to sell um, Hong Kong dollars. Again, this might be all confusing, but what you're just trying to do is keep a balance with your currency and your anchor current, with what your actual currency and things going on in your country with the reserve anchor country, anchor currency that you're pegged against. If you recall in my other episode, it was talking about the global reserve currency being the United States dollar. Um, think of, don't think about it in the same way, but think about it that there is a, there is a global reserve here, right? Where the entire world, for the most part, is saying we want to be, we want to settle most of our transactions in dollars so we can convert those dollars into our own currency. All right. Well, with Hong Kong, it's we want to have our money pegged to dollars, uh, though we will settle our transactions in either dollars or Hong Kong currency, but it has a value of a dollar. That's it. Stability. You get it. So what does that bring? What, where does that take us? You say to yourself, how did that peg even happen? Well, back in 1983, uh, I want to say with Margaret Thatcher, the British handed over um, Hong Kong to the Chinese. And of course, there was a treaty in which uh, Hong Kong would stay, would remain that independent nation until a time where it needed to be converted back to China. And in that particular case, when that transfer happened, the day after the transfer in 1983, uh, the value of the Hong Kong dollar fell 54%. Now you say, why would it fall 54%? Because it was, the peg was taken off of uh, Great Britain and was not pegged to anything. They had their own currency. So immediately when that happened and that free fall was going on, uh, mass hysteria happened in uh, the Hong Kong economy. People weren't comfortable making complaints. So the Hong Kong Mon- Monetary Authority, excuse me for the mush mouth there, immediately pegged the Hong Kong dollar to the U.S. dollar. And here we have the beginnings of our trade. So let's fast forward now into July and you see that the economy is changing in Hong Kong. China has reclaimed Hong Kong and there's political pressures for fugitive extradition bills, meaning in Hong Kong, there's people who have moved money outside of the country. They're moving money however they please. Hong Kong before being reclaimed by China is pretty much acting no different than uh, the United States banking, where you could move your money as you please, move it in and out. Banking was done freely. China wants extradition of people who are moving money out of the country, people who are exporting or importing, claiming um, not full values of those exports and imports, because that's another way you can move money out of the country. And, and they just want an overall crackdown on Hong Kong law. 
And one of the main reasons they want this is because they need Hong Kong to operate as they want it to. Though it will not be said, because why would the Hong Kong Monetary, Policy, uh, Monetary Authority want to draw an alarm to a monetary imbalance, the Chinese cannot sustain a continued shorting of the Hong Kong dollar. So since it has to be repegged to the Chinese RMB, you're seeing that a tighter grip wants to be placed on Hong Kong so Hong Kong can still do business in dollars that China is short of, however, still allowing control by the Chinese. The issue here is that that's not going to work. And the reason and this is why it's not going to work. Hong Kong is over leveraged. Back in 2008, when interest rates were <laughs> 0 0.05, I'm sorry, 0.50, excuse me, in the United States, and then Hong Kong had to do that, you started a, a form of currency debt bubble where Hong Kong had pretty much free money and that free money was flowing all over Hong Kong and in, and back into China at a time where Hong Kong was in essence taking zero rates and lending heavily China was in a credit expansion and building more so immediately what do the Chinese do they what do the Hong Kong people do, they lever up and they start buying more. This is why Chinese real estate spikes, Hong Kong real estate spikes, because there's all that loose money hanging around in Hong Kong. It's pretty much one of the most prosperous 10 years of any country in the, in the globe due to that perfect currency pairing. However, we run into a problem when we are feeling that that will consistently go smoothly. China not expecting such a thing to happen. They're now coaxing the Hong Kong monetary monetary authority, monetary authority, woo, excuse me, to in essence say all right there is no need to worry about a repegging to Chinese RMB. We will keep things as they're going so they can keep their golden goose. Ah, but remember, let's think here for a second. Iceland, Cyprus, Greece. These are two places where bankruptcies were claimed because of inflated monetary debt. Even when it was getting to a point where a bankruptcy was imminent, because it is against the very interests of a monetary authority, they were saying that there was no default looming. And within weeks in 2015, you saw Greece default, even though the monetary authority was saying no default was happening because they said we can't. This is a time that we should lie because Telling the truth would cause mass panic. 
is completely against a, monetar- a monetary authority's interest to tell you the full truth of if they can handle a repegging or if they're in a dire situation. So you kind of say to yourself, man, this is crazy. Like this kind of stuff is going on. Yeah, this is what's going on out here. But it's more complex than more, most people would care to look at. It's a great analogy to show you that even when these things are happening in the U.S. with overprinting of money, they happen in microeconomies the same way. You can just see them happen faster in microeconomies. And this is what most pundits, most smart money guys, hedge fund guys, Ray Dalio, um, uh, Jeffrey Gunlotch are talking about when they say, oh, a very great stock market slide is on its way. Deflationary action will have to happen within these markets. You can see them in microeconomies. That's where the concept originates from for this bet. So you say to yourself, well, why will it fail? Well, the relationship between pegged regimes um, has to be harmonized or it's destined to fail. So meaning you are China, you own Hong Kong, but... Hong Kong is pegged to the U.S. dollar. The U.S. dollar is now saying they give no sovereignty and no acknowledgement to Hong Kong um, as an ally to the U.S. because now it's owned by China. So how do you think you're going to continue favorable treatment in international trade? The U.S. is on to you in saying that you're not going to play that game and where you can control us in Hong Kong So at some point, you're going to have to repeg that Hong Kong dollar to the Chinese RMB. Norman Chan, CEO of uh, the Hong Kong Monetary Monetary Authority, who has now since retired, admitted even in 2017, saying verbatim, in order for uh, for China to work uh, for the Hong Kong dollar and the reclaiming of Hong Kong to China for it to work, the Hong Kong dollar must be repegged to the Chinese RMB. And it is under four conditions that it must be met in order for that repegging to work. So you see, even with that, it's clear that at some point, there will be pressure. At some point, there's enough outward capital to continuously put pressure on the short side of the Hong Kong dollar, U.S. dollar trade. It is my thesis that shorting the Hong Kong dollar will be a somewhere around a 70% windfall or even better when the trade occurs. There are a lot of people who've gotten their kick teeth in, their (laughs) teeth kicked in, trying to time this. And I can't sit here and say that I can time it any better. However, I can pay attention to it and I can build a position in it. And that's where I'm looking to start building a position. 
I wouldn't say immediately right now, but I would say I would like to start looking at it around election time and after the election. Potential, potentially, we will see even more flare-ups between the U.S. and China on the monetary policy and trade policy front. And I'd like to see how that goes. Right now, they will throw, right now the Hong Kong Monetary, monetary Authority will lie through its teeth and, throw, and, chi- and China will throw the kitchen sink, meaning spend as many dollars as they can buying Hong Kong dollars to keep the value of Hong Kong dollars high. If you remember the supply and demand thing that I said before, Hong Kong buys U.S. dollars to keep Hong Kong uh, dollars value high. That's what's going on, in my opinion, and that's what's keeping this peg working. But at some point, because of trade issues, because the U.S. is not going to stand for it, that peg is going to have to be changed to Chinese RMB. And I'll be right there taking the short end of the Hong Kong dollar trade. This is Trade Talk. Thank you for tuning in. L.A. Aiko here. Until next time, be safe.